98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. Secretary for Security Chris Tang says it's strange a fund providing legal and financial support for protesters is raising a lot of money before it folds. The High Court has granted bail to a University of Hong Kong student who's been charged under the national security law. And the president of the UK Supreme Court says the SAR's judiciary is still largely independent. Secretary of Security Chris Tang says authorities will investigate whether a fund providing legal and financial support for protesters facing prosecution has broken any laws, including the national security law. Timmy Sung reports. Mr. Tang didn't say which organization he was referring to, but the June 12 Humanitarian Relief Fund, which was formed after the anti-extradition protests began in June 2019, recently announced that it will shut down at the end of October. The group said earlier this month that it still needed to raise about $25 million to settle outstanding legal fees and other operational costs. But speaking to reporters after a fight crime committee meeting, Mr. Tang said it is strange that the organization is seeking to raise a lot of money before it falls, questioning whether it's trying to rip some profit. Whoever, no matter it's individual or it's an organization, if you have committed any crime, no matter whether it's NSO or otherwise, we will conduct full investigation, and if there is any evidence, we will arrest and uh, maybe we will uh, prosecute. If anyone aiding or abetting any offence, including NS offence, it may contravene the law. The security chief added that so far, three people have been convicted of national security offences out of 81 people charged. He said as more cases are heard in court, people will come to realise that the 2019 social unrest wasn't simply about young people coming out to voice their views, but that there were masterminds who wanted to endanger national security. He said it was colour revolution like organised crime. A University of Hong Kong student charged under the national security law with advocating terrorism has been released on bail by the High Court. Jimmy Choi reports. Yong Chong Hei, who's 19, is one of four students from the university accused of promoting terrorism after the students' union passed a motion in July thanking a man who stabbed a police officer for his sacrifice. Mr Yong was the only one to be granted bail by West Kowloon courts last week, but the prosecution challenged the decision and took the case to the High Court. In the meantime, the teenager was held in custody. After hearing arguments from the defence and the prosecution, National Security Judge Asta Toh said she believed the student would not continue to commit acts endangering national security while on bail. Mr Yong is not allowed to leave Hong Kong, give any media interviews, take up executive roles on student bodies, contact foreign officials or organise activities against the SAR or central governments. Other bail conditions include reporting to the police four days a week and observing a curfew. The president of the UK Supreme Court, Robert Reid, says he and his deputy will continue to sit in Hong Kong's top court after finding the SAR's judiciary still largely independent of the government and their rulings continue to be consistent with the rule of law. Lord Reid and Deputy President Patrick Hodge both serve as non-permanent judges on the Court of Final Appeal. Health authorities have reported 17 new imported COVID-19 cases. 15 of the patients are crew members of a cargo vessel. Here again is Timmy Sung. The Center for Health Protection said the vessel had come from Indonesia, and all those confirmed with the coronavirus carried the L452R mutant strain. 
The CHP said eight more crew members will be required to undergo quarantine on board their vessel and undergo COVID tests during the quarantine period. None of the crew have been on shore since arriving in local waters, the CHP added. It also said the operator of the vessel is suspected of providing false information to the Department of Health during their application to be allowed to enter the port to allow crew to disembark. It said an investigation is underway and legal advice will be sought from the Department of Justice. The other two import cases involve people returning from Azerbaijan and Lithuania. Meanwhile, authorities will issue compulsory testing orders to Block A of Sunlight Court in Pofulam, as well as the 28th floor of Seabon's International Centre in Quintong. After a woman tested positive for coronavirus in the UK a few days after she left Hong Kong. To the weather forecast, mainly cloudy with occasional showers and squally thunderstorms. Showers will be heavier at times tomorrow. Currently, it's 25 degrees with humidity at 85%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The Education Bureau has rejected calls by lawmakers for schools to set aside more time for physical education lessons. Damon Pang reports. Councillors at a Lechko Home Affairs panel meeting told the government that more time spent on PE in schools could help improve sport development in Hong Kong. The DAB's Vincent Chang said having just two classes a week is not enough and doesn't meet either World Health Organization recommendations on exercise or the 30 minutes a day advocated by the government. But a principal education officer, Ashley Lang, told lawmakers that increasing PE lesson time was not the right focus for promoting sports. He spoke through an interpreter. The present arrangement was decided together with the schools and it is a professional decision. So before there is widespread consensus, to increase the number of lessons for PE would not be good. Mr. Lang said more lessons could encourage schools to cut their sports programs or to extend total class hours, which might in turn leave children with less time to exercise. The government has been urged to provide more labour protection for freelancers as a survey suggests that moving from gig to gig is becoming more popular among young people. Kelly Yu reports. Catherine is a slasher a new term referring to people who work different jobs at the same time on a freelance basis. The 25-year-old is a freelance gym instructor, a model and a private tutor, and is one of many young people who give up the stability of a full-time job for more freedom. I want to have time with my family, with my friends. I want to have time and energy to develop my personal hobbies. And it's like really hard to do that. I pretty much had no time left after I got off work. Catherine was speaking at a press conference organized by the Concern for Grassroots Livelihood Alliance. The group says of 220 people aged between 15 and 34 it recently interviewed, 65% said they would prefer freelancing to fixed employment and have already had experience as a freelancer. 90% of respondents thought that freelance workers have a more flexible work schedule and 67% said they were more likely to work on the jobs they are interested in. Photography, modeling and graphic design were among the most common freelance jobs cited by the respondents. But respondents also quoted unstable income and a lack of labor protection as their main concerns, while some said they are also worried about an unprofessional-looking resume and discrimination by friends and family. For Catherine, freelancing's major downside is the lack of legal protection. 
there's no like a standard templates for us to sign with our clients. Well, I'm lucky that I haven't run into any sort of like conflicts like that. But then, what if something happened? Like, I don't know who I can go to or like what I can do with them. So ideally, I, I would love to have a contract to sign with them so that we can kind of guarantee our own rights. In view of the concerns, the alliance called on the government to boost labor protections, including providing a standard contract template and monitoring recruitment platforms to prevent the exploitation of freelancers. Chinese actress Zheng Shuang has been fined 46 million U.S. dollars for tax evasion as Beijing continues its campaign against what it describes as a chaotic celebrity fan culture. The BBC's Mike Bristow has the details. The tax authorities said Zheng Shuang had failed to declare her full income for a TV series she's been filming called A Chinese Ghost Story. Producers have also been told not to hire the actress in future. Officials order the drama not to be broadcast. Twin bomb attacks have killed at least 90 people near Kabul airport where throngs of people, fearing persecution and worse at the hands of the Taliban, have been gathering, hoping to escape aboard planes out of the country. Thirteen U.S. servicemen were among those killed in the suicide attack which an Islamic State group has claimed responsibility for. In an emotional address from the White House, U.S. President Joe Biden promised vengeance. For those who carried out this attack as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command. Over the past few weeks, I know you're many of you are probably tired of hearing me say it, we've been made aware by our intelligence community that the ISIS-K, an arch enemy, the Taliban, people who were freed when both those prisons were opened, has been planning a complex set of attacks on the United States personnel and others. This is why, from the outset, I've repeatedly said this mission was extraordinarily dangerous and on why I've been so determined to limit the duration of this mission. Large crowds of desperate Afghans are continuing to gather outside Kabul airport. Footage posted online shows hundreds of people packed closely together at the perimeter. The BBC's Lise Doucette is in Kabul with the latest. I just watched a bus packed with Afghans and foreigners head off to that airport that was attacked last night. I'm now looking on social media at images of that terrible sewage canal. People knee-deep in sewage again this morning, the very spot where hundreds were caught in that suicide bombing yesterday. People are still pressing forward, trying to get to the end of that long, long queue to be able to reach American and British and other soldiers or diplomats who can put them on a plane and get them out of Afghanistan. At the Paralympics in Tokyo, Hong Kong's secured its first medal of the Games thanks to table tennis player Wong Teng Teng. Damon Pang has the story. In the Class 11 women's singles, Wong advanced to the semifinals after beating the host Kanami Furukawa 3-1. She's guaranteed to get at least a bronze because the event doesn't have a bronze medal match. The 17-year-old will face a former world champion, Russian Elena Prokofeva, on Saturday. 
elsewhere, Hong Kong's women's wheelchair fencing team missed out on a bronze medal after losing to the team from the Russian Paralympic Committee. The FA team, which included the SAR's most decorated Paralympian Yu Choi Yi, as well as Justine Ng and Chong Yunping, went down 34-45 to to their Russian opponents. In the pool, Tang Wai Lok failed to defend his title in the 200-meter freestyle S14. The 24-year-old missed qualifying for the final after finishing 10th in the heats. His time of 1 minute 59.77 is more than 3 seconds behind his own Paralympic record of 156.32 set in Rio 2016. In the women's 200 freestyle, Hong Kong's Chan Yui Lam finished 9th in the heats and is also out of contention. And with a look ahead to this weekend's Premier League action, here's the BBC's Nick Hatton. Match week three in the Premier League, and we have an absolute cracker on our hands so early into the campaign. Liverpool versus Chelsea at Anfield, and the first proper test, many may say, of Chelsea's title credentials. Romelu Lukaku needed just three touches to get his first goal in Chelsea colours against Arsenal last Sunday, and the prospect of Lukaku versus Virgil van Dijk whets the appetite for what we feel could be a classic. Do Chelsea have enough defensively to cope with Liverpool's firepower, and do they have enough up top to breach a Liverpool backline, rejuvenated? by Van Dijk's return. Well, the weekend kicks off with Manchester City looking to get the disappointment of Harry Kane staying at Tottenham out of their system. They take on an Arsenal side who desperately need to win to kickstart a poor campaign so far. There are five other games on Saturday, including a top-of-the-table West Ham side at home to Crystal Palace. Brighton's 100% start will get tested at home to Everton. Newcastle Norwich look for their first points of the season when they host Southampton and Leicester City, respectively. Three games on Sunday, with Harry Kane stating his commitment for the season. Spurs will to make it three wins from three at home to Watford. Manchester United, they dropped points at Southampton last weekend. They go to pointless and goalless Wolves. While Leeds United will look for their first league win in the season, they travel to a Burnley side who are still to get off the mark. Athletics Jamaica's Shelly Ann Pr- Fraser-Price ran the third fastest time in the women's 100-metre history as she edged out compatriot Elaine Thompson-Hurrah in their latest encounter at the Diamond League meet in Lausanne, Switzerland. Fraser-Price clocked a stunning 10.6 seconds to beat the Olympic champion. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Secretary for Security Chris Tang said it's strange a fund providing legal and financial support for protesters is raising a lot of money before it folds. The High Court has granted bail to a University of Hong Kong student who's been charged under the national security law. And the president of the UK's Supreme Court says the SAR's judiciary is still largely independent. The news from RTHK.
massive soul band from, well, the 70s principally. I think they were around in the late uh, 60s. They're stylistics anyway. And I can't give you anything but my love. 18 past 11, Friday night here in Hong Kong. Got lots of tunes. Want to be in touch with Radio Pete at Gmail. See you upon me. 